Well, hey everyone, and welcome to day number 24. 24 days, wow. I mean, if you've been watching or listening for 24 days, you are definitely growing and learning. And uh, I'm, I'm learning from this experience of being in front of this camera and this microphone every day, every weekday at least. And this is day number 24 in our Book of Acts devotional series called Christ in the Crisis for today, Thursday, May the 21st, 2020. Uh, if you are wondering, you probably are watch, watching a recording of this or listening to a recording, say, where, how come it wasn't on all day? Uh, I was at the food bank today in Brossard and uh, served a lot. We served 300 families today. So um, those of you who like to tune in at a certain hour when it's live, uh, I apologize for the delay, but of course this is recorded and put on our Facebook page permanently, as well as our website, citypointchurch.ca, and you can listen uh, through Podbean and Apple Podcasts as well. And as usual, I challenge you, especially if you're a follower of Jesus, watching, listening, to share this feed. Uh, people are looking for hope. People are looking for answers in this time. And um, we found, we, we believe that we found that answer. Really, that answer found us uh, in Christ. So uh, this is what we teach and, and, and preach um, through this broadcast. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in and listening as we go through this book of Acts, which is such a fantastic book when you're dealing with times of difficulty and challenge and crisis in your life okay so we are finishing acts chapter 14 and going into acts chapter 15 which may be the most important um chapter of the whole book of acts and we are going to revisit this on sunday morning at 11 for our live stream service so we're going to talk about the crisis of freedom you say how can that be how can freedom create a crisis well you're about to to see that uh, we see the ministry of Paul and Barnabas conclude here at the end of Acts chapter 14. And uh, they sail back to Antioch where the whole thing, uh, this particular journey started. And on arriving there, they, they gather the church together and they report all that God had done through them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles, the non-Jewish people. And so they stayed there for a long time with the disciples. How long? We're not sure how long. Um, and then we have chapter 15. And we have a problem that takes place when there are some people who come down from Judea, likely from uh, Jerusalem, to Antioch. And they start teaching the following. Unless you are circumcised, According to the custom taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. We'll stop there for just a moment. So what they're saying is, okay, uh, maybe we've heard of this whole thing that you're teaching, but you, you, have, you have forgotten, you have disregarded uh, the law of Moses, and in particular the covenant of circumcision, which is a little bit <laughs> frowned on, obviously, today, and maybe looked at as a bit crude today. Uh, this, of course, happens to the, uh, the, the male infants, the boys. And um, this was a very significant thing in the, in the, the Jewish uh, law, and still is today uh, for Jewish people. 
And so what these people are saying in the first century is the the men require surgery, if you're going to put it in those terms, in order to be saved. Now, this creates a big, big problem and a big controversy. They're adding to the work of Jesus on the cross and telling these people who are Gentiles who don't know anything about the law of Moses and circumcision and whatever, all their other laws there are and all these dietary laws and ceremonial laws and civil laws. They, they know nothing about this. They're Gentiles. They, 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 they don't come from a Hebrew background. And it's being imposed on them, uh, especially the men. You have to be circumcised in order to be saved. Well, Paul and Barnabas are going to argue against this. And it says that they came into sharp dispute and debate with these people who had come from the province of Judea to Antioch to try and teach this stuff. And so uh, Paul and Barnabas are appointed, along with some other believers, to go to Jerusalem directly and to see the apostles and the elders about this question. It is so serious to them. They say, go to Jerusalem, go to the, go to the, where it all started, right? The apostles, uh, the, Jesus had said, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea, that's the province, and Samaria, that's a neighboring province, and to all the nations of the world, to all the uttermost parts of the world. And that had started to happen. And now you have this, this uh, argument that's going to ensue. And so uh, the church sends them on their way, headed to Jerusalem. And as they travel through Phoenicia and Samaria, they tell everybody how the Gentiles had been converted, how they're coming to God through Jesus. And people are happy about this, who they told. They arrive in Jerusalem. They were welcomed by the church, and the apostles and the elders welcomed them, and they started to give the report. And then you have in verse 5, some of the believers, believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said the Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. Fascinating. So you have these, these are believers. These are followers of Jesus. They're Pharisees. Now the Pharisees and the Sadducees were different. Uh, the Sadducees rejected a physical resurrection uh, uh, of the dead. Uh, they rejected the afterlife. They rejected angelic uh, spirit beings. Uh, they were the aristocracy. Uh, they ruled uh, uh, over the, the temple, the affairs of the temple. The Pharisees were different. The Pharisees were the, the, uh, the, the holy people. The word comes from a word that meant separate. So they were the Pharisees. They were the ultra-religious elite, you know, and they believed in the resurrection of the dead. They believed in the afterlife. They believed in angels and, 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 and the like. Uh, and so the Sadducees and the Pharisees did not see eye to eye. You'll see that later in the book of Acts. But here you have a group of Pharisees saying these people need to follow the law of Moses and the men need to be circumcised. And you're going to see how um, uh, uh, Peter is going to get up and he is going to to uh, dispute this now. And um, so this is a fascinating little little story here. Uh, you've got Barnabas and, and Paul headed to Jerusalem. You've got Peter. He's going to weigh in. And of course, it was Peter 
who saw with his own eyes how God had accepted non-Jewish people. Now, this is a very relevant problem for today, and we'll talk about this more on Sunday. But what you have in, in many people's hearts is what you can call legalism today. And in legalism, you were adding to the work of Christ with all kinds of rules and all kinds of regulations. And when people follow those rules and regulations, they'll be accepted in a given church community. But that is legalism. And that removes people's freedom. It doesn't add to their freedom. And you're going to see how uh, Paul and Barnabas and Peter and James, the half-brother of Jesus who is in Jerusalem here, he's a leader there. You're going to see how they dealt with this problem uh, uh, tomorrow and then on Sunday, all right? But uh, the problem is very real today, and we can use this term legalism. Uh, which takes place in many, many religious contexts around uh, the world. So God bless you, and uh, keep joining in with us. Keep tracking. I'm proud of you. Those of you who are who are watching and listening, wow, 24 days, keep it going. On the 31st of May, you may be rewarded with a beautiful new iPad, all right? I know you're not doing it for that reason, but even if you are, at least you're getting into the scripture. So God bless you, and we'll check in again tomorrow.